We on? I'm, we're good on my end if we're good on your end. Sweet. Uh, Dan, I got a birthday coming up. And uh, actually, when everyone hears this, it will be my birthday. So I have right. a question. How do you do okay. a quarantine birthday, man? I'm new to this. Like, I miss, <laughs> I would miss the cutoff. You know what I mean? The world shut down like a, a, a less than a little less than a month after my birthday, you know? Right. And I don't know what to do. So can you give me some tips on a quarantine birthday? Yeah, I bet you thought when you escaped it last year that you were going to be in the clear and you were going to be <laughs> fine and ready to go. And unfortunately for the rest of us, most of us have had to go through it, myself included, last May. And unfortunately, <laughs> I may be coming up on a second one, uh, believe it or <laughs> no, not. But Not maybe. No, Dan, you are. It's absolutely <laughs> going to be happening. a second one. It's yeah, definitely happening. Absolutely. Um, it's tough. It's weird. Um for some of these birthdays, we've done the the drive-by thing when things are, are really, really bad, but you kind of just got to, you know, make the most of the day, you know, get out there, get in the, get in the car, drive around somewhere, pick up food from where you want to pick up food. That's about all you can do. It, it's a tough one to just almost write off as a big celebration of a birthday, but uh, yeah, yeah, you'll forget about this next year. <laughs> I will say, I mean, did you do a drive? Did you do a drive-by birthday? Which is so weird to say a drive-by I, birthday. Did you do we one? We did it for we did it for a friend of ours. Yeah, a good friend of the program, uh, Brandon Salata. We did a drive-by for a surprise for for his birthday. But for mine, in May of last year, it was I forget which wave we were coming out of for crying out loud, but it was kind of at the end of one of those waves where things started to calm down a little bit. And so we were able to be at my mom's pool that she has. And there were like a few people there. And so we could all stay outside and literally be way more than six feet away from each other. So I was fortunate enough to have something like that, but yeah, I had a couple of the the drive-by ones, throw some confetti in somebody's driveway and then make them have to pick it up in the rain the next day. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're just going to, get food and that's basically it because for my birthday i love the experience places you know so like i like to go to the brazilian steakhouse fogo de chow where they like you know put the steak on the skewers and they just bring it around and it's it's the whole thing i love it so much i can't go there this year but so i think we might order in some benihana that travels that travels well i can't have a i can't order a bunch of people to like be carrying around skewers around my house right right You got to make the most of it. Yeah. 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 You got to make the most of it. It's a tough one. Weird. Cannot believe we're in this. Well, what's up, y'all? As you can tell, Chris is not here, but Dan is. He's in Pittsburgh. Didi's here in LA. It's the brunch breakdown. And um, we're going to do get it off my chest in a sec because I have some things want to get off my chest about what happened yesterday. And while you're hearing this podcast a day late for the second week in a row. But today on the show, it's going to be condensed. We're going to do things a little bit quicker. Um, we're going to talk about a couple things. Bruno Mars, the catfishing saga with someone acting like they were Bruno Mars. We're going to talk Super Bowl championship parades. And we got a cool episode of Brunch Court and what we're listening to. But uh, Dan... Get it off our chest is what we're going to start this with right now. Because here's what I have to get off my chest. Please. Zencaster. (laughs) Zencaster is the program that we use to record this podcast. And we've done this for, uh, I don't know, eight, nine months or so. We've done this podcast, right? So Zencaster's helped us out. We've recorded on Zoom, 
done Zencaster. Well, yesterday, Zencaster, who's given me some problems over the last, I don't know, couple weeks or so, decided that they weren't going to record my track, so we lost the whole episode. And I tried to salvage the track by just having editing around Kristen's dance audio, but it's kind of hard to do that because <laughs> they're reacting to things I'm saying, and it just doesn't make any sense to do that. So we have to record today again, and we're out without Chris because Chris is like, guys, I'm busy. I don't, I don't have time to do all of this and he's got you know a six month old and he can't put her pajamas on and all this other stuff so <laughs> chris has enough problems so that's why it is just us two today and i had to get it off my chest if you're using zencaster stop it's trash a hundred percent um <laughs> and the worst part about it is is it was probably one of my favorite episodes we've ever done <laughs> yeah yeah i can't I, uh, like we can't recreate it. We're going to try to recreate some of the topics we went over here again for you today, but it will never be the same, but we knew we had to provide some food at the brunch table for everybody yeah. once again, but Zencaster you've, like you said, Didi, they've let us down a little bit in the past. And this was the, this was the Jagger. This is it. Yeah. We're done. Uh, that was, that was too difficult to, I, and I know you went through a lot to try to do everything to salvage oh. that audio. And uh, here we are. Here we are. I don't even want to talk about it. It hurt me so much. But yeah, Zencaster is dead. Find another program if you're using it. It's trash. Trash. <laughs> Had to get it off my chest. Dan, what is on your mind for the second day in a row? For the second day in a row, I'm going to tell everybody what they missed yesterday because uh, we originally recorded on Fat Tuesday. Uh, here we are, the start of Mar Mardi Gras, and we're a day closer to Friday. Yeah. And of course, that means it's fish fry season, ladies yes. and gentlemen. It is fish fry season an amazing time to be alive to be able to eat and not go anywhere or do anything else that you can enjoy some delicious fried fish so whether you're religious or not fried fish is fantastic uh, it's great for anybody and i just have a couple of uh, tips some pointers things like that for people that are getting need to get ramped back up or not so for familiar with it so chris this is a special for you focus on the cod Focus on the cod. When you're talking about your fish fries and the fry, the fish that they use, focus on the cod, okay? We don't want haddock. We don't want pollock. We don't want any of that cheap shit, all right? Cod is where it's at and your fish fries, okay? Do your research because there are – every city in this country has a list of the best fish fries in that city. So it's very easy to do your research. Don't just go to the closest place because it's most convenient. Do your research. Who's got the good fish? Where are you getting the most value? The good bread. If you like it on the sandwich, ooh, bread plays a major, major role if you like it on the sandwich. And then, of course, with your sides, always get the fries. Always get the mac and cheese if it's an option available. If you're uh, a local Western Pennsylvanian and Pittsburgher like uh, like I am, you've got some weird places that offer things like hushki and uh, hushki and pierogies as your side. And those are all fine. You know, part of the tradition uh, stand out and be weird as we always are, but you can never go wrong with fries. And you've always got to be able to really test somebody on their mac and cheese, go with the mac and cheese. And of course, these things are usually benefiting some sort of good cause, whether it be an actual church or a school or a fire department or a community or whatever it is. And we're in an era where obviously those things need help more than ever. Do yourself a favor, do them a favor. You've got a number of Fridays between now and Easter, the entire month of March, couple in February, February, get out there, 
enjoy fish fry season. Don't let COVID stop you. Look us straight in the eye and say, you ain't stopping me from getting my fish fry on again and enjoy it this Friday. Happy fish fry season, everybody. There's a list of things that COVID has destroyed. Travel, COVID has destroyed, you know, eating inside a restaurant. Yeah. COVID has absolutely destroyed. Mostly, I mean, for me, just eating in restaurants, period. But I know you've done some outdoor dining and some mm-hmm. socially distance dining and all that. But like, you can't ruin fish fry season. No. COVID, you can't stop fish fry season. You are not going to stop those old ladies at the churches from putting the fish on the bread. I do. You mentioned one thing, Dan, the bread. How do you like your bread on a fish sandwich? Are you just like a regular wonder bread guy or do you need a bun? Do you need a roll? I need a, I need a rather large bun because if you're getting and that's if you're getting it at the right place, right? Because usually the fish that you're getting exceeds the size of the bun, unless you're getting it at McDonald's and the filet of fish fits on that bun for a reason, you know, fish doesn't come in squares. Okay. (laughs) So you got to understand again, this is all part of the research. You got to know what you're getting. Focus on the cod, focus on the cod. Uh, I need a bun. I need a nice soft bun. That's a little bit, you know, understandably some of that fish is going to stick out from it, but enough of a size uh, where it's going to, going to cover that up. But give me a nice bun, soft bun for a fish fry. That's right. Fish fry season. Do you have a favorite place? Well, actually, one of my favorite places is your old favorite place uh, in our neck of the woods here. Um, oh, St. Norbert. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I only knew that Man. because, again, doing the research and hearing that from you, it's sort of close to me, but it's, yeah. it's not the closest. But now I make that a priority every year. You know, change your fish fry schedule up. We've got all these Fridays Go around. You can't bar crawl, fish fry crawl. Every single week, you got a new one to look forward to. Power rank them at the end of the season and enjoy it. It's always a good time. Fish fry season. Enjoy it. I, I, you know, they do fish fries here. It's a little spread out, a little harder to find, more of a restaurant situation. But, man, I miss it at home. It's so much better at home. Yeah. It's something about doing it. Going to the church basement and getting that fish fry is like, it's a great feeling. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the main course for the brunch breakdown today. And um, we got to talk about this, Dan. Bruno Mars is out here catfishing people. All right. Actually not. Uh, someone trying as someone acting like Bruno Mars catfished someone and got a hundred thousand dollars. I <laughs> I still we talked about this yesterday. I've heard this story for almost a week now. And every time I say it, I still can't believe that someone got catfished by one of the most famous people on the planet, thinking they were talking to one of the most famous people on the planet. How does this, how does this happen? This 63 year old woman was convinced that Bruno Mars was really, you know, heart no a heart strong on her that he was she was the one because if bruno mars can have any woman in the world that's the one that he chooses is some 63 year old woman from texas and he had quote unquote sent her pictures from tour which was what made it really convincing that it was him so she believed it they were falling in love naturally had never met and bruno 
had requested initially $10,000 to help with some tour expenses and uh, help out a, a member of, of the band and things like that. And then the next request came in for $90,000 and she wrote that check too. You, you shouldn't get that. You don't deserve to get that money back. If you're that stupid at this point in time where we've been through a number of highly publicized catfishing scandals that you're writing somebody a check who doesn't need it, by the way. <laughs> Didn't you ever, like, did you question at all? Like, well, isn't the label paying for that? Or don't you have enough money? Did you, was that, that lady even question it? Apparently not. And she just wrote those checks $100,000 later. And eventually the guy got cut, but I kind of applaud him. I, I, I think it's a dirtbag move, but I kind of <laughs> applaud him for being able to get away with it. I don't know. What is wrong with these people? If you've played the Super Bowl twice <laughs> in the last 10 years, hey, I don't know what's going on with other people, but for the most part, if you've played the Super Bowl, twice you don't need any money <laughs> there's just a bruno marsh checklist here it's like uptown funk what has this lady not been to a wedding right <laughs> like honestly bruno mars is on is the soundtrack of every single wedding you go to whether you like it or not it's bruno mars that dude is going to make money making money forever and ever and ever i'm sorry this lady is I I don't know. And I don't know how you can give away 90,000 and no one knew. How did, I, there's so many questions with this. It's like how did this guy know that he could get 90,000? Did he not know at first? And then she was like, "Oh, I can give you 90 grand for new microphones." Right, like he went from <laughs> 10,000 to 90. There was nothing else in between, like not trying to work on it a, a little bit and, and try to get a little bit more money incrementally. He went from 10 to 90. Yeah. It was too easy. <laughs> too easy. Like he's going, he's going to jail for this, but like, I don't know, man. Well, and like, like we said, like we said yesterday, um, <laughs> make that a drinking game. If you're listening to this episode, you can make that a yeah. drinking game of how many times we said, like we said yesterday. <laughs> Uh, Chris brought up that his parents in their sixties and he wouldn't be surprised if they were able to get catfished in some sort of similar situation. And they probably don't even know who Bruno Mars is. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's <laughs> there's a borderline there and that's possibly true, but this lady obviously has used social media enough to really be convinced that Bruno Mars would be sliding into those slide into those DMS. I mean, Come on, come on oh now, God. right? We've gone through Catfish, the TV show yeah, and the movie and everything else that it's become and it's available on streaming and you still, Manti Tail, come on. Yeah. No red flags there? Oh, God. There is one great episode of MTV's Catfish where a girl gets catfished. She thinks she's talking to Bow Wow. And throughout the episode, like you start to think, you're like, oh my God, is she really just talking to Bow Wow? <laughs> then they find out no absolutely not it's like bow wow works for mtv like they try to <laughs> wrap the suspense right. up as long as they can then they're like yeah we called bow wow he that's it's not him it's not and <laughs> i just get catfish but it's a great episode and i'm like somebody like that maybe maybe you could pull 
you could pull that off on someone if you if, it, if Bow Wow slid into your DMs. But it's somebody like that, not somebody who's currently so famous. It's got to be pretty low level celebrity for you to even think yeah. the possibility of it being real. But it's one of the most famous people in the world and musicians. And there's no doubt. And you go along with it. And TV shows like Catfish have been around to educate people, not just yeah. to give copycats ideas. It should be educational. Is really So there should be less of these things happening. And in fact, there are now more. And people are just sending people money. And again, you, you, that lady shouldn't get that money back. She should get half of it back. <laughs> because just be like, this is, a, this is a lesson. This is a lesson. If I'm the judge, that's what I'm saying. This is a lesson. You got to learn the hard way that... Uh, you know, you, you really gotta you really gotta use your brain a little bit more than the bare minimum that you used in this. God. And here's another lesson. Um, you know, every once in a while, just check your parents' social media. Like if they're on social media, just <laughs> just check it. You know their password is probably their middle name. Um just check it real just every once in a while to make sure that Bruno Mars or Justin Timberlake isn't just sliding into their Facebook DMs and you see a bunch of Venmo transactions that are a little weird. Just check that's on a, your parents. Now that's an interesting point that I, that I just thought of this question that it's become easier and easier for people to be able to catfish. Like with the advanced technology, it's yeah. not easier to be caught. It's easier to get away with it, mm-hmm. but there's gotta be an expiration date on this, right? Because Eventually, the generation of our parents and grandparents are won't be around, and they didn't grow up with social media, so they're not necessarily like us and even people a couple decades older than us that at least were, have been through it and understand it a little bit more and probably can't be fooled as easily. So, right, so there's got to be an end end date to like this type of you know, catfishing, at least being done online and losing a bunch of money. I would hope so, right? Yeah, I would hope. I would hope, Dan. But like (laughs) the fact that Catfish, the TV show, has been on for 10 years and it's still going strong. It like keeps the lights on at MTV. I guess that's true. I guess it's mostly (laughs) young people with Catfish. Yeah, It's not a bunch. It's not a bunch. It's not... Yeah, it's not the, old people. You know, old people on catfish. It's yeah, it's not senior catfish. So I guess yeah. that's that's a point. <laughs> yeah, like the increments of money. I feel like if you watch old catfishes, you'll see like uh, you'll see a lot more money get exchanged. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like, oh yeah, I sent this girl like a hundred dollars to get her hair done. I did this, whatever. But so it's never like a ton of money, right? Anymore. <laughs> but still, people are still shooting their shot and like, you know what? I'll send this girl four hundred dollars. And then you also look at their house sometimes and you're like, wait, how, what do you, you should have a better apartment if you're sending people 500 bucks. <laughs> right. <I'm just> saying, <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> uh, a critique amazing. on catfish. So much fish, fish fries, catfish. Who would have thought hey. it's seafood special? You know, it's Listen. a condensed version, but it's a seafood special for the brunch breakdown here today. <laughs> it's fish fry season, baby. That's what it is. <laughs> and speaking of fish, let's go into the ocean or the river or whatever's there in Tampa and uh, talk about these parades. Uh, if you missed it a week ago, Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the best parade of all time. Best championship parade of all time uh, in the water. They had a boat parade and... I got to say, I want every championship parade to be 
on a boat. Every single one of them. If you have a body of water around you going through your city that you won a championship, you should have a boat parade. It's hard to argue that anything, any other parade could be better than the boat parade that the Bucks put on. And the Lightning put on a, a boat parade when they won in the same river, same type of style. And yeah. I watched it and it wasn't nearly as fun or entertaining. Uh, no. That's just that. No, it wasn't. But when you've got the uh, avocado tequila Brady up there throwing trophies around <laughs> and having himself a good time, uh, it's, it's, it's really amazing. And every parade should be on a body of water, whether no matter, no matter, no matter when you win the championship. So in Pittsburgh, we've got the rivers that could easily be done here. If the Steelers win the Super Bowl, just push the rib parade back a little bit. We'll, we'd yep. rather have it in warmer weather anyways. So let's have it same time, you know, with, with the NHL, theirs is in uh warmer weather season, those championship parades everything's better on a boat, right? Everything's better on a boat. It's hard to argue that the championship parade, the blueprint for the new championship parade has been set by the Bucks via the boat parade. Absolutely. I can't remember which one of the parades was like mad cold. The Steelers parade. I think it was, is it 08? It was um, the, the one that they won after Super Bowl 40. Yeah. That, that one, 08? Yeah. The Cardinals it was, one, yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, there was flurries in the air for that yes. parade, and it was super cold, yeah. Super cold, because I remember being out there setting up for ESPN Radio at like 4, four or 5 in the morning, yeah. something just like <laughs> freezing my face off, like just absolutely like insanely cold, and yeah. And I burnt my gloves on a space heater, because I didn't know Ooh. you could be that close, and like my <laughs> gloves almost started to catch on fire, and like... <laughs> Guy Junker's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no idea. So, yeah, that's a fun parade story. But yeah, I think every team should do this. Let's just push all the parades back. If you have water, just do it in the summer. Yeah, it, it makes it. it makes the most sense. And you know, this is why Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Right. This is why he went to Tampa. He's not having this type of fun in a Patriots parade throwing trophies around and, and everything like that and, and getting all busted up and drunk. But, <laughs> you know, as much as I hate him, he made that a very, probably the most memorable, memorable championship parade of all time. And again, that's, if you have the water, it should all be in warmer weather anyways, just like you said, it should all be sure. warm weather parades period. But if you have water, get it done on boats. That's the only way, the only way to do it now. I'm just like, Man, there's so many retirement jokes that are made about Tom Brady, but like because him going to Florida, you know, and he should be retired. But like, mm -hmm. you know, when you see pictures of friends, you know, like basically like parents and stuff like um, of friends who have moved to Florida and they all do look like they're having so much more fun. It's like Honestly. they're all drinking in the middle of the day <laughs> all the time <laughs> in a body of water. And I'm like. I mean, I know you're retired, but like, is this really what you wanted to do when you were in New England? Right, right, you just right. You drinking during the day? I, I did not know this of your, of your personality, but for some reason, Florida turned you into that person that's sending slurry tweets at like four o'clock in the afternoon. So like, shouts to Tom Brady. It brings out the best in everybody, apparently. It, yeah. it, it really does. Uh, not everybody. The what? daughter of the maker of the Super Bowl trophy had a problem with him throwing the Lombardi trophy from boat to boat. 
Um, yeah. Who asked, by the way? Who asked? We don't... <laughs> we didn't need your opinion. It doesn't matter. It was a little... It was a little frightening for a moment. Watching it live, it was a little frightening for a moment. And speaking of frightened, Tom Brady's daughter. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> in one of the video clips from somebody's perspective, you can honestly hear his daughter screaming as he's getting ready to throw that trophy, give him that motion. No, daddy, no. She's screaming, no, daddy, no. You can hear it faintly in the background. It's amazing. But anyways, luckily it was caught. Nothing happened to it, but the the daughter of the trophy maker needed to get her name out there. Yeah. And I just wonder, does she hit up that news station every single year <laughs> saying, hey, hey, just want to let you know, like, I am the daughter of the person who made probably the lamest trophy in all of sports is oh, the Lombardi no trophy. It's funny because it's the it's arguably the hardest one to get, you know, it's arguably <laughs> right. the hardest one to get. But it is literally the one that, like, you don't care. Like, I, I would not care to hold the Lombardi trophy if I won it. It's just like, all right, I won the championship. I can say I'm a Super Bowl champion. The ring is the big point. It's it's a trash trophy. And this lady is like, you can't throw a trash trophy. Like, yes, you can. And it could have went into the river and no one would have cared because by the end of the parade, they would have had another one just ready to go. They're like, here you go. <laughs> Somebody made this down the street. Here's the trophy. It's trash. Exactly. They had those things on display at Heinz Field through not that thick of glass. It's really not <laughs> like, not being treatable. <laughs> right. You just get in there easily. So like you said, it's not the Stanley Cup where there's one and it's been around for over 100 years and so cherished. It's literally a football on a little pedestal and that's the trophy <laughs> in silver. Um, for the NBA, it's a golden basketball yeah, on an even stupid. smaller pedestal. Stupid. These trophies are stupid. They really, <laughs> they really are. are. Um, and so, yeah, nobody, I'm sure when it came out, I think it was in the last, the Patriots won their last Super Bowl and Gronkowski was on the team. He had used it as a bat in a softball <laughs> game and he went to bunt. Julian Edelman was the pitcher and it dented. Yeah. the Lombardi trophy. She had to be all over that nude station at that time as well. So she'd probably been trying to get through Boston news outlets for the longest time. They want to know part of it. And so finally Tom moves to Tampa. We have another outlet to, to get a hold of, to reach out to, to get her name out there and, and say her piece about her dad's art, quote unquote. And she got through and still nobody cared for it. Art, a football and a pedestal. <laughs> I swear, like anybody who's a teacher doing virtual learning right now, you need something to do for your kids. Fourth grade or fifth grade. Yeah, fourth grade. Let's go with fourth. Tell them to make a trophy, a Super Bowl trophy. I guarantee I'm you bad. their art will be better than her dad's art because I, I can't idea. believe they haven't changed this thing up. It's Honestly, ridiculous. They really, they really, really need that. And like the logo designer for the Super Bowl every year is like, Man, I gotta put this damn trophy in this logo again. Like he was real excited where he could do the LIV and use the trophy as the eye. That was probably the pinnacle of his graphic design career. Now I will say the one for LA looks beautiful, but he still had to get that damn trophy in there. And yep. it's just the same ugly thing. <laughs> it's just trash. Well, uh, let's get into our next thing. Let's go to you know, let's let's get our let's get our robes on. That's not what they call them, judges' robes. Let's judges get our robe, gavels yes. out. 
I don't know if I have a pen. I've got something. And let's go to brunch court, where we discuss some hot topics in food that Dan uh, has chosen very well this week. And we decide if these, if we're in favor of these or not. Welcome to brunch court. There you go. Maybe your People's theme music is what your, your your theme music attempt is what screwed up the recording yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so that should have been the be first support- sign. We should have we should have stopped right there and knew something was wrong. <laughs> I shouldn't have been surprised. I didn't even think about that. I'm like, oh, is that when everything died when I tried to play theme music right. yesterday? <laughs> God. All right, Dan. A, we're in brunch it was court. A great moment. Yeah. Bring the first. <laughs> bring the first. Uh, what do they call them? I've never been to court. Defendant, um, yeah, I guess they're a defendant. Let's, yeah, bring they're the defendant. first defendant let's forward. Yeah, yeah bring them to the stand. It. Yeah, uh, first defendant on the stand is <laughs> New Ego Stuffed Bites, expected to launch at some point in 2021. So it's a small, round, almost like a, a donut hole, small, round waffle bite with strawberry preserves in the middle. So almost very much like a small donut, but it's waffle batter around the outside of it instead. So those are expected at some point this year from our good friends at Kellogg's Didi. How do you rule when it comes to stuffed ego bites? Oh man. Um, does the, is it a waffle? Does like, is the round a waffle or is it just like, it, it is looks a wa- like a waffle. It it, it 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 is a waffle. It doesn't have that traditional like ego nooks and crannies type of thing going on, like the waffle shape, but it is a waffle uh batter that is that makes up the dough. See, I you know, I since I've had two days to think about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I was like, was I too harsh on that yesterday? But no, like it should look like just a round waffle if you're really gonna do this. It shouldn't just taste like a waffle. So I'm out. I love waffles. I love Eggos. I love waffles with strawberries, but I don't want, I'm not trying to pop them. No need. Once you pop, can't stop with, <laughs> with, with these things. Yeah, I don't need that. I'm good. I'm not in uh, favor. I, Ruling against. I rule in favor because I love Eggos. And now that you're going to put some filling with it, like sign me up. This is just extra deliciousness, extra greatness to the waffle. It will be interesting the texture, however, because normally you're heating up the ego in a toaster. And if you heat up an ego in a microwave, stop listening to this podcast right now because we don't want you. <laughs> but if you, you traditionally in the toaster, I don't know how you're going to reheat these things. I am assuming they have to be done in the microwave. So, and then you're going to get that. Oh, they feel warm on the outside, but there are a thousand degrees lava strawberry <laughs> preserves on the inside and burning your mouth up is probably what's going to happen. But I'm still ruling in favor because the idea sounds delicious with the waffle batter and the preserves. Once you pop, you can't stop. I'm going to rule in favor. Wait, are there people that really heat up their waffles in the yeah. microwave? Yeah, lunatics. Are there microwave instructions for waffles? That's I don't even know if there are. But I know it happens. I know it happens. And That's it's weird. wrong. That's weird. It's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, people that can't, can't like figure out their toaster settings or something, or they like think it's too much work. Get out of here. 
we'll take those weird. people to court another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those court. people. We'll judge those people another day. All right, on to the next one. Next item up, another item from our wonderful friends at Kellogg's, because why not? <laughs> um, this is, we, we talk about Little Debbie cakes and things like this on this podcast all the time. Uh, especially during the holidays, uh, Halloween and, and Christmas and the different shapes and things like that. Well, uh, this year, Kellogg's and Little Debbie are teaming up once again. They had the oatmeal cream pie cereal, which was released uh, it, uh, last year. And I still haven't been able to get my hands on it because it sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, now they are releasing Cosmic Brownie cereal, which is uh, going to be crispy brownie puffs with rainbow chips. So Didi, I know you're a big little Debbie fan. What do you think about little Debbie cosmic brownie cereal? Listen, love little Debbie. She's great to me. She's been great to me my whole life. I love lots of things that little Debbie does, but I'm ruling against this one because, and this wow. is apparently controversial. I don't like cosmic brownies. I think they're trash. So no, wow. I don't want those little, specks of pink and green or whatever colors they put on the top of those. I don't <laughs> want those little freckles on my brownies. I, if I want brownies, I want the fudge brownies with nuts in them. Those are the best. But I don't need that in cereal. I don't need cosmic brownies in cereal. I don't need cosmic brownies not in cereal. I think they're trash. So anything cosmic brownies, guilty. Little Debbie, you are guilty of giving us cosmic brownies. So I'm sorry. It hurts me. I love Little Debbie, but rolling against yeah strong take strong take from you on the cosmic ground brownies i agree they're definitely not the best in the line of the product line maybe that's a bracket we need to throw out one day is just little debbie items because that's a that's a lengthy list we power rank those or we pick two of those or we eliminate we got to do something with little debbie and and take her to court in general (laughs) um so I kind of agree with you on that front, but I think these sound delicious and I'm okay. super excited because crispy brownie puffs in milk make it sound really good because brownies are always better with milk. These have to be better with milk. And I think the rainbow colored uh, dust, or whatever is on there, the little <laughs> pebbles are going to be less relevant uh, in the cereal form. And I- I'm ruling in favor. I, I-, I love it. I can't wait to try them. The little Debbie Ugh. Cosmic Brownie cereals. We are not on the same page there, my friend. No, we're not. We're not. No way. That's too well, let's try for here. this. Let's try for this next one. Uh, yeah. This one in a in a similar vein with the cereal category, but a different twist. Uh, Fruit Loop gummies will be released for Halloween 2021. Um, these will not be made by our friends at Kellogg's who make the cereal. Um, this is going to be by a company that actually makes these gelatin type of candies, but you have their in the ring shape. They look like the fruit loop cereal. They have the flavors on each, each of the uh, gummies based on how they are with their color and their fruit flavoring from the cereal. So fruit loop gummies. What do you think? Dee? Are you excited for Halloween and fruit loop gummies? Man. I feel like I'm just such a Debbie Downer today on brunch core, but no, I am not in for this one either. Like I fruit loops don't taste good. So I don't know what a fruit loop is going to taste. Cause are you just going to make it just a generic flavored gummy? And that's just what you're going to do because fruit loops have a specific taste to them. Yes. And 
if you've eaten a dry Fruit Loop, if you've eaten a dry Fruit Loop, you can't be excited about a Fruit Loop gummy that tastes like dry Fruit Loops. Like, no, uh, uh-uh. like, I'm out on this. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm way out on this. The other two, I could try. Those, this one, no, nah, I'm out. You heard the arguments on the other two. This one, you, you're just on the panel and you're ready to make your verdict. You're, you're done. You're- I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like I, you were guilty. You walked in wearing a baggy suit. It's over for you. <laughs> like, it's done. Like you didn't even try coming into court today. It's over. Right. Like, we're done. Right. I agree with you on this one. I'm ruling against the Fruit Loop gummies because, as you mentioned, Didi, if you ever had dry Fruit Loops without the milk, whatever wax white coating of dust that they put on the outside of those things that you choke on when you're eating them dry is just horrendous. And I assume they're going to somehow try to replicate that with these gummies. And based on the very fuzzy picture that I was able to see of it. It sort of looks like they're going to try to do that. Um, the fact that the milk plays such a vital role in Fruit Loops yeah. makes me feel like they can't get this right in a gummy. And to Chris's point yesterday, we have the <laughs> Fruit Savers gummies. It's a similar tactic where they're all different flavors in the same type of shape. So how much different can these really be besides the fact that they have blue? That's really That's- it, is that they have a raspberry blue flavor so i love halloween but i'm not excited for fruit loops gummies rolling against rolling against fruit loop weed gummies could possibly work (laughs) for people but that would be a game changer yeah i just don't see regular gummies just regular no 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 again all right we're in agreement there yeah um the last item that we have here is something that I'm very much excited about. (laughs) Strawberry champagne ice cream. And yes, this is a Kroger exclusive. Only available at Kroger. She'd like drop something. Like (laughs) Kroger exclusive, exclusive. Like DJ Khaled just like jumps on, like jumps on the screen, pushes you out of the way. And it's just like Kroger exclusive. I'm down. We gotta get we gotta get that uh, production up. Now that we dropped Zencaster, we've got a wonderful production yeah. budget for things like that. You <laughs> like you, you can't just drop Kroger exclusive without something else. Like no. <laughs> Kroger exclusive. Uh, it's worthy of its own soundbite and jingle in full production. Uh, next time, next time, we promise. Next time. Uh, but this Clo- Kroger exclusive is strawberry champagne ice cream. And it's strawberry ice cream base with glittering champagne ribbon and rosé fizzing candy. And if you're anywhere near Kroger, this is available right now. Uh, So check it out. So yes, strawberry champagne, strawberry ice cream base, glittering champagne ribbon, and rosé fizzing candy. Dee Dee. How do you rule on this Kroger exclusive? I mean, I am actually Googling it right now (laughs) because I need to know, is this at my local Ralph's? Because man, I need to get this right now. Like, it's just like, what? I, I have to have this. I need to know right now. Like, yes, I am. So I am so in favor of this that I need it in my life ASAP. Like not even a game. Like I need this. (laughs) 
like tonight, like gotta have this ice cream. <laughs> Holy crap. Like those are all my favorite things. Like rosé, strawberries, ice cream. Come on. Come on. It's an amazing combination. Um, the rosé fizzing candy had me concerned at first, but I think when you put it all together, it probably is delicious and yeah. amazing. You've got enough reasons to have champagne throughout the day with actually with mimosas at brunch. Hell, you can have them at lunch celebrating a special dinner, whatever it may be. And now you've got dessert champagne in your strawberry champagne Come ice on. cream. So thank you, Kroger. It is up on the Kroger website uh, from my sources tell me and is rolling out in stores Man. as we speak. The Kroger, Kroger exclusive, uh, absolutely rolling in favor. I want more of this. We need yes. more of these type of things. Because uh, we can't be the brunch breakdown and rip on strawberry champagne because the best the best brunch places have different types of mimosas so yes. they put you know what i'm saying like they they don't just have the regular mimosa which is the orange juice and the champagne they have strawberry they also have rosé they also have blood orange they have different things and this right here just puts everything into that when you're feeling like you know i want a, I want a different kind of mimosa today and they just threw that on ice cream and i'm like i don't even I can't wait. I am, I am finding this. I'm going to every Ralph's, which is owned by Kroger's in my area. Uh, and probably when we are done here today. So man, oh man, I have, I just have to get it. Like I am so in favor of this. Like this is yeah. Walking out of the courtroom unscathed. This is perfect. Yeah, this is absolutely perfect. You wonder what took so long, uh, to make something this delicious. Please keep us updated. Uh, Stay tuned to the Brunch Breakdown Twitter and Instagram because if you find it, please post it and we need your immediate thoughts and reviews even though it's been uh, given the two thumbs up here on Brunch Court. It's just amazing. Uh, anybody, any of our listeners out there, if you can find this, hit us up on social media at Brunch Breakdown. Take a picture. Give us your review of the strawberry champagne ice cream, a Kroger exclusive. Man. Brunch Court, another great, another great episode Absolutely. of Brunch Court coming to <laughs> coming to uh, some streaming service near you right. <laughs> with the Brunch Breakdown. All right. Well, let's get into what we are listening to this week. Uh, Dan, it's been a it's a weird year for music and uh, not to go off on a little tangent, but like it. I feel like there's a lot of room for somebody like, I mean, we're seeing it right now with that Olivia Rodrigo girl and the driver's license song. It's like no heavy hitters are putting out music. Nobody no. like none. Like this is a year. This is like, you know, Cardi B just put out a song or whatever, but like, it's just, you're getting all this music from people that, you know, you may have never heard of if it weren't for the pandemic. So what do you think about that? You think it's kind of cool? Cause I, I, I mean, I love it. So it is. Yeah, it is. It's very cool in a way because you know, like you said, there's been no even no album, no big album that's come out yeah. yet this year. Uh, at this point last year, there were obviously there were a couple of like nominees already of the heavy hitters coming out strong. And like you said, you get a couple dropping singles and I'm sure it's kind of like what we went through last spring where when the you know, everything came to a halt and a lot of musicians were pushing back their music and for a variety of different reasons, not just the pandemic, everything else happening in the world. Uh, deservedly so pushing music releases back and album releases back. And, you know, early on it was, oh, we can't go on tour. We're going to wait. Uh, we're going to push the tour back. We're going to wait. Things happening in the world. We're going to wait. It's not a good time. 
And here we are now in 2021 where we're on the other side of, you know, getting to be on the other, not on the other side of this thing. We're past halfway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're past halfway. Um, <sighs> so they're hoping by maybe the end of this year that something can happen or you can start to at least plan towards and announce tours. And I wonder how much of it is that, that they're just waiting till the end of the year when potentially, because the, the reason you go on tour is to promote an album. You yeah. release an album in January and you're not going on tour till next January. That album's old. That album's old at that point. So I'm sure that's a factor, uh, but it does have, it's not all bad. It's not all a bad thing. It is cool to be able to discover some of these artists that uh, you don't hear from as much or they kind of just get lost and not, have no, no fault of their own. But when you have heavy hitters coming out more and more all the time, week after week, you don't have as much time for artists like that. So it, it's kind of cool to be able to discover new music in a time like this. Yeah, man. And uh, going to go first here with uh, Tank and the Bangas. Tank and the Bangas, they've got this awesome song called TSA, where they're literally just making fun of TSA for taking their stuff. They talk about TSA taking their mouthwash, the toothbrushes and stuff. And it's it's a song that makes me think about traveling and just the annoyance of going through TSA, even though I really want that back in my life. But I love this song <laughs> and I love this song so much. And if you don't know Tank and the Bangas, I want you to uh, check out Bands in Town Plus, which will be hosted by me starting Ooh. this weekend. So that's the second show. First show will be like Wallows and Wallows on Friday, which I'm really excited about because I love I, I love Wallows. I love Tank and the Bangas. So I'm yes. super excited about this. And um, yeah, first gig post uh, Radio Disney, Bands in Town. Super excited about it. And um, yeah, Bands in Town Plus, go check it out. Doing a lot of really cool stuff. If you miss concerts, need to hit up bands in town plus go check it super out. excited for you dude and yeah, the the first two concerts that you host are both amazing yeah. <laughs> like absolutely amazing um that's super super exciting and and like you said if you don't know tank and the bangas absolutely check them out check them out this weekend with their live show because they are unbelievable live um shouts out to heat lamp and the turkey sandwiches once again, uh, all tied together with Tank and the Bangas. Oh, what a time. What a year. Yeah. But uh, that's awesome. I, I you, you talk about TSA and the song and what it means and everything like that. I just envision myself going through an airport in a year from now and like giving TSA agents like a high five, like, missed you, bro. How you been? This is awesome. This is fine. Not like, feel like I got to be a robot going through TSA. Don't want to stick out. Don't want to get searched. I'm going to be giving out high five, shouting out to everybody, you know, giving all the appreciate you, appreciate you's. Um, I can't wait to wait in line at TSA. I'm I know. <laughs> I, just, I cannot wait. I am so hyped to to check my bag. I am so excited. So I'm not going through the, I'm dropping my fast pass line, you know, <laughs> credentials. I don't need that. I want to wait in line for that. Forget it. I just want to feel it. I want to feel <laughs> yeah. the. I want to feel the TSA energy. God, yes. <laughs> I've been traveling so much. God, what are you listening to, Dan? That. What's up? Um, for me this week, I'm going to start out with, uh, Mod Sun. He released his album, Internet Killed the Rockstar, last week. And it combines pop punk and hip hop and some electro type of sounds. And very similar to what we heard from Machine Gun Kelly last year with his album. So, uh, there were, it's a really, really solid album. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Cause we had the single he released with Avril Lavigne, uh, late last year, which was pretty good, but, uh, Karma and 20 Numb are two songs that I'm going to put on the playlist this week because they're both super good. Uh, they're both pop punk inspired. 
and uh, it's a Chris Gates special. I know he likes those very much as well. So Mod Sun going to throw Karma and 20 Numb uh, on the playlist for this week. Nice, nice. Um, we'll get to Chris's picks here in we a couple will. seconds. Yes. We'll get to those in a second. Um, my next pick is by one of the you know one of the heavy hitters of the last year for sure. Uh, Dua Lipa put out a new song. We're good, and it's good. <laughs> That's really all I got. Like it is, it is good. It samples like a um, it, it samples a classic song. You'll hear it when you get it. It's amazing. We're good is just another dance floor banger by Dua Lipa that like it's weird that she's putting out all these dance floor jams whenever we're we're stuck inside and the only people you can dance with is whoever you live with so hopefully you live with someone cute that's all I got (laughs) (laughs) Didi I had that song too because of how good it was um off the moonlight edition of future nostalgia uh, my album of the year last year just so so good and hoping that she can reap the benefits of that amazing album off of some sort of tour in the future. This would, she would be having an incredible festival year oh, this year. Dude, come right? on. She'd be headlining so yeah. many festivals and that's, it's really a shame. So I hope it bleeds over, but everything she's putting out right now is pure gold and it's yeah. absolutely amazing. Um, so since I had that pick, let's give you Chris's picks as well um, right. for this. Uh, he's going to bring to the playlist this week uh, an oldie, but a goodie. Um, Seaway, a band he's been listening to a long time, pop punk group, uh, something wonderful thrown on the playlist. Uh, Stand Atlantic, it was an artist that I mentioned last week with their album release. Chris reported that he enjoyed it and he was glad uh, of that reminder, but he's going to put Jurassic Park from Stand Atlantic on the playlist this week. And... I'll say the retro replacement for last because that just, it just fits there. It just fits there. <laughs> Definitely fits right there. All right. My, uh, my last one this week, Upsall, stop. I love this song. Uh, big shouts to Chris, who is not here to get this praise, but he put uh, Taylor Upsall uh, drugs on the playlist last week. I had never heard of this girl and I went down a full just wormhole of Upsall stuff. And she goes by Upsall now and it's just super good. There's this quirky writing to it. I, I I don't know if she writes her stuff or how it is collaborative, but like it all has this great tone and it's sarcastic and it's just, it's just really good. And I'm like, I'm a huge fan and she just put out a new song called stop, go check it out and go down your own Upsall wormhole. Check it out. For sure. I love that. Yeah. Love, love her sound. You know, speaking of wormholes, um, Funny, you were kind of mentioning talking about it, Didi, where we were saying how this is a time where there's less heavy hitters and you have the opportunity to kind of research some new music. And, you know, I'll even give credit to our good friend of the podcast, Brendan, over at the Legend Static Podcast. Go check out his stuff uh, everywhere you can find us. You know, giving bands a chance that maybe you had written off in the past is something he'd been preaching to me recently. And I'm like, no. I don't do that, <laughs> uh, but I did. I gave it a chance, and this band I'd actually seen live. They opened for a band called Floor a couple of years ago. Lost Boy Crow, and that's one word, another Chris Gates special. And saw them pop up and decided to give them another chance. They released an EP called Valley Heart, and I listened to the title track, and I like it a lot. I do. Uh, for a band that I was kind of just hit or miss on, you know, 
riding the fence, whatever this really, uh, made me favor them a lot more. It's, there's a baseline that kind of drives uh, the whole song. It's, you know, a classic indie pop type of vibe. And it makes me think of warmer weather. It's kind of got that warmer mm. weather vibe and with the entire country in some sort of frigid chill right now, we could all use a little warmer weather vibe, whether it's through music or the drinks that we drink, whatever it might be. So Valley Heart by Lost Proy Crow will help you this weekend. Nice. And then Chris's retro replacement this he, week. Yeah, he, he's surprised. that Well, he said he got, this is what, it's been on TikTok lately. Yes. Um, yes. And so that's how he got the idea for the retro replacement this week. T-Pain up down. <laughs> An amazing pick. We never know what Chris is going to come with the retro replacements. No. And that's another amazing one to round it out. The sounds of brunch this week. Yes, that is a good one. And shouts to Chris. If you guys aren't following Chris Gates Fitness on TikTok or on Instagram, do so. Dude is like, it's it's basically, TikTok is basically Jason Derulo and Chris Gates. That's it. <laughs> the, those are your top two influencers on TikTok right now. Jason Derulo and Chris Gates. So Whoa. if you aren't following Chris Gates Fitness on TikTok or on Reels or Instagram, make sure you do it because, I mean, it's... It's those two. He'll be doing videos with Will Smith very soon. <laughs> Chris is an animal on there. He's absolutely killing it. So big shouts to Chris there. Absolutely. And Dan, we're at the end of the brunch breakdown. The condensed. This is a short brunch. Yeah. Short brunch, it, condensed brunch. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it was. It, we, we made it work. It was, you know, it was tough for us to, you know, <laughs> pick up, <laughs> pick up, uh, wipe off our, uh, wipe off the dirt. Uh, clean ourselves up from the wounds that we knew a, a wonderful episode would be lost, but we had to get the people have to give the people what they wanted. Uh, hopefully enjoyed a, a condensed version of brunch and back to normal next week. We hope That's right. <laughs> I felt like you were going to like, um, like, like Jalen Rose, give the people. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh. can't he does that every single day it just cracks me up give the people. <laughs> like all right gotta give the people what they want right it's true <laughs> well dan tell everybody where they can find everything brunch breakdown absolutely uh find us anywhere you listen to podcasts that's apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, soundcloud stitcher anywhere and everywhere uh, released typically every Wednesday, uh, but it's just been another special Thursday delivery for you uh, <laughs> this week. And of course, the full video episodes available as well uh, on our YouTube and our Facebook pages. Uh, those are available. They premiere live and then they're available on demand for any time for you to go back and check those out. And speaking of Facebook, find us there at Brunch Breakdown on Facebook, also on Twitter, on Instagram. Follow us there. Follow us everywhere. Love it. Well, guys, see you guys next time at the table. Later. Later.